Thanks for listening to episode 23 of the Encouragers United podcast. This week, I had the pleasure to speak with two young adults, Caleb and Leah, college students who have seen their worlds completely disrupted during the COVID-19 virus pandemic. Every organization on earth has been affected by the spread of this unprecedented virus. In sports, the NCAA March Madness men's and women's basketball tournaments canceled, along with the 2020 Summer Olympic Games, the NBA, Major League Baseball, and the PGA Tour all canceled. In education, universities have moved all of their activities to online formats, moving all of their students off campus to prevent infection. Churches, religious services, all suspended and moving to online formats as well. Graduation ceremonies, senior sports seasons, theater and music presentations, recitals, activities that have shaped our lives, all canceled. Everyone, young and old, is affected. Families are isolated away from each other. How do we adapt? Can we stay positive through the process of losing so much of what we planned for, what we hoped for? Listen to the stories of these two and be inspired that there can be a way through the hurt to perhaps find out what really matters the most and to make memories that will indeed last a lifetime. But I think you have to like settle into exactly what you're feeling in order to move past that feeling. So you feel it you get it out of the way and you move forward and you keep your eyes set on what's truly important. Be happy to be um, in the position that you're in and be excited that you have such a unique story to tell. In a world that is becoming increasingly sad, depressed, and hopeless, individuals with great hope are needed now more than ever. These inspirational leaders come in the form of teachers, pastors, coaches, and mentors. They possess a deep and abiding faith, an enthusiastic hope, and a passion to build others up. We are the encouragers, and these are our stories. Thanks for tuning in this week. I'm sitting here with two wonderful young people, Caleb and Leah. Guys, you are college students. Let's start with that aspect of your life first. But uh, uh, COVID-19, the pandemic has completely disrupted everybody's lives, obviously. But as specifically as college students, how has this affected you guys? Well, naturally, you know, transferring your 16 credit hours or six classes to being fully online is much different than your experience that it would be normally like in the classroom. So I think that the initial shock of that happening all at once was actually not too bad because professors were very flexible with you. They kind of took a whole week just to kind of adjust to, you know, what your syllabus was going to look like and how things, you know, how you're going to turn things in. 
But I think as the week started to progress, the just the mental strain of looking at your computer for so long and doing different Zoom calls and meeting up um, in that way actually became really exhausting just because there were so many different deadlines, so many different things that were due during different times of the day where it wouldn't normally be like that if you were taking you know, your, your, your regular ground classes. So um, I think that I originally had felt pretty frustrated with that. Like I was missing things. I was missing out on, you know, different assignments that I wouldn't normally have missed out on if it wasn't an online course. So I think that that was initially um, very frustrating and honestly sometimes still is just because adjusting to having your school online is is so much different, like I said, than your experience than it would be in person. Um, I'm a very big verbal um, communicator. I love being in classes with my fellow students and I think it's been difficult just to not see their faces and not to kind of interact with them in the same way that I have been before. Um, so I just feel really disconnected. I feel kind of tired and um, yeah, ultimately just a little bit frustrated with the whole process, I think. <laughs> so for me, um, college, yeah, uh, so six years, uh, it's, it's, been, it's been a minute. Uh, it's my last semester, so finishing out um, this pandemic and COVID-19 has kind of been a little weird. Um, so going through college six years, when I was at Ole Miss, most of my stuff was kind of online. So that helped me a little bit with where, where we're at right now being online, even though it's different software and stuff. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of been, I've, I've had some experience dealing with online classes. The, the toughest part for me um, is probably not being able to be super active and around people and hanging out with friends or whatever that whatever that looks like family um, being kind of disconnected as Leah said from you know the rest of society um, we're about five weeks in at the time of this recording, and I think you guys have about it's probably less than two weeks left in the semester, so it's crunch time. Are are you excited about finishing, Caleb? I, you know, I, I maybe shift this conversation to you now. You're a senior. You're getting ready to finish. Um, there's a lot of people pulling for you, obviously, to 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 be graduated. What what is that like for you now, knowing that that this is kind of how it's going to end? I think for most people. Uh, who were super excited about college and um, and graduating and, and all of that, it would look a, a little bit different or they would be sad about it and um, it wouldn't be, you know, exciting for them to know that they don't, they don't get to like walk down the aisle and um, get on stage and receive their diploma in front of everyone. Um, for me, I've, I've been ready for the day that I get to kind of hop out and make it in the real world and start a job and start living and providing for me or my family and and all of that so it's I think it's more exciting just to know that I'm getting closer to the world and not as sad knowing that I don't get to actually do the whole graduation thing um, but yeah I guess I guess part of me would is is a little upset knowing that I will actually graduate and I will get my diploma, but I won't have the, the, the memory of 
the ceremony the, the or end, the, the event yeah. of the ending, marking the ending. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Or I was going to say that. You, you are graduating. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're yeah. not getting to graduate. You are going to be done. Um, Leah, you've still got some schooling to go, but, you know, like this is a kind of a transition for you. And you were pretty involved in on-campus life, obviously. You're a vice president of the student body and involved in student government and leadership. How has that been in the last, you know, five weeks, trying to finish up your role as a leader on campus? Oh, absolutely. It's been it's been extremely disrupted in the sense of, you know, basically all of what, you know, my, my involvement in student government was, was with Student Senate being um, the active vice president of the student body. So um, basically what that meant, that whole group of students, there's about 35 to 40 of us um, that all had different placements and different positions to kind of... Um, create events or create a community amongst the students and be that bridge of communication between the administration at the at the university and then also to the students. But when we're not on campus, you know, that whole aspect of what Student Senate does is is done, basically. There's really no activities, there's no things that we can plan. Um, and I think me and my um, fellow co-leader, um, Gina, uh, being the president, we both kind of ha- were involved in some of the conversations about kind of what it looked like. You know, the president had reached out to us. Um, Dr. King had kind of been in communication with us about, okay, how are students doing? You guys are obviously the front runners of, you know, the students here, but he had reached out to us a little bit and that was kind of where um, we first kind of started with the immediate reaction of COVID-19. But I think ultimately what we ended up having to do was figure out a way to prepare the incoming students for um, the student senate position. So obviously we just kind of dropped everything in regard of like what we were actively pursuing this year and just immediately looked to the future and immediately tried to start planning for how we could um, best, like I said, best set up the incoming president and vice president just for in hopes that things would be normal next year. Um, but then also just kind of like having to put our own plans on, on back on the back burner and kind of say, okay, these are things that didn't get to happen for us this year, um, but we want to make sure that we can encourage and empower those, those incoming students that are going to step up and take over our positions and make sure that they feel encouraged and equipped to do so um, and not kind of like left, um, left to dry out in that way. So we'll be right back after this message. And we're back. With Caleb and Leah, two college students, um, uh, and if you haven't figured it out, Leah is my daughter. Yes, we are actually staying at home together here in our home, uh, and it's been a blessing, Caleb, to have you here too um, these last few weeks to get to know you, obviously, and uh, whether you wanted to stay here or not, you've been in our attic. Um, but you two, as of last fall, are obviously engaged, and uh, you went through the process to plan a wedding and you had a wedding date and you have a facility and a caterer and a cake and a DJ and you know a plan for your for your wedding day and all of that has obviously been changed and so take us through the process now um, of what that really meant for you when you finally came to the conclusion that you know June 5th as we had originally planned it isn't going to happen so where are you at with that now and just give us an update on kind of how you've responded to this change in your life? I think um, both Caleb and I had very different reactions to this, you know, decision having to be made. I was definitely leaning more towards the side, obviously, as the bride who plans out, you know, this perfect day and is so excited to, you know, be in this special position. I think I had kind of leaned more towards 
more hopeful side and saying, okay, it's still going to happen. It's still going to happen. I really want it to happen just the way that I, I had envisioned it to. Um, and I kind of took more of a, yeah, more of like a, a higher expectation of it happening the way that I wanted it to. And I didn't want to think about it not happening. I didn't want to think of it being any different than what we thought. And Caleb was, and Caleb has always been kind of more of the realistic one in the relationship where he wants to talk out the realistic details of, of things not working out. Um, and I think we had kind of clashed on that a little bit originally, like early, early on, he was like, whoa, our wedding might be affected by this. And I was like, no way, like, no way that's not happening. We're not gonna even think about that. Um, and I think as the weeks went on and even days, um, he kind of just sat me down and was like, Leah, this needs to be a decision that we make. Um, and I think what, what really transformed me in the sense of like, okay, this is something that needs to happen is when we found out from our venue that all of the May weddings had been canceled and ours was originally scheduled for June 5th. And that was like the first wedding that was gonna be happening in June. And I was like, oh my gosh, if the May 31st weddings were canceled, then obviously we need to take a look at ours. So um, yeah, I think it took me a couple of days to adjust to that not happening. I was really upset for a little bit. It wasn't easy. I can't always say that I was, you know, super positive about it. I did go through a little bit of heartache and, and Caleb and I were kind of at odds with that. He was more positive about it. And then we switched into him being like, it'll be romantic, it'll be great. We'll just have a great story. Um, and then I think I eventually came around, but it was very, it was very tough at first. Absolutely, it was a tough, tough decision, no doubt. <laughs> as as different as we we look at the situations, um, yeah, I can I can be more uh, direct and um, realistic when it comes to uh, the bigger situations like that, and so. <clears throat> Leo, Leo was getting upset um, from all the work that she was putting into it and then having to figure out how to reschedule it, when it's going to be, and then doing everything all over again, um, <laughs> trying to reschedule an entire wedding for for August or the nearest date that we could possibly get. Yeah. Um, so I think my role when we were planning the, the original date um, was looked a little different because we were living in two separate dorms, so there were there were times that like I couldn't be there to help her because we couldn't we couldn't really yeah. be together at that time. So a lot she had had to take on on her own. Um, but throughout this time, since we've been uh, located in the same house, <laughs> I've actually been more hands on and dealing with that, making calls and seeing what we can do. Um, and I think I think that's uh, helped us both kind of take some stress off of Leah and then also helped me be actually in the know of what was going on and, and helped me be more a part of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I know that's going to happen regardless. So mm -hmm. I'm more of a, if, it, if this is what's happening, then maybe that's what God has, has planned for us. Yeah. And I think too, once we initially made the choice to split up the two dates, so for those of you, there's a lot of different ways that, you know, obviously engaged couples are doing this. They can either just cancel it completely and postpone and reschedule, or you can split it up and still legally get married and kind of do a elopement. And I think once we decided to kind of just really quietly and intimately get married a lot sooner than August 21st, obviously our original, you know, postponed date, I think once that settled into becoming a reality, we kind of got to kind of just craft like this whole other extra little additional day 
um, that at least for me, when that became a reality for me, then I could start looking at that date and crafting and, and kind of making that a whole art in and of itself and getting really, really excited um, to actually just look at Caleb and say, okay, this is not happening the way that we wanted it to, but our marriage is still going to have an awesome story and it's still going to be really, really beautiful because we get to share it in this really kind of weird time. And obviously that's like the ideal mindset that, you know, a bride or like a, a new wife should have. But for me, I think, and for any human, basically, or any woman, like, it's going to be tough to actually eventually get to that mindset. But for me, luckily, it was only a couple of days, and then I kind of got excited all over again. But, but yeah, I think it was just a transition of, like, okay, this could actually be really, really good. It's not what we planned, but it could be really good, and it could have a really beautiful story. Mm. So. Yeah, well said. I, I'm, I have watched that transformation and, and certainly... Uh, you know, been supportive to both of you as you go through it. So um, what, you know, and, and because of all of this, I think the next part of this is that, you know, you're planning to get married, you're planning to start your life. Uh, and for you, Caleb, particularly a career, a new job um, in, a, in another state, actually, in another location of the country. I, I feel like, you know, that has been disrupted as well. Although you have a timetable and you're kind of working on that timetable, you've had to adapt. But what's been some of the good that you think could come of this? You know, the like what Leo maybe was talking about. What has God taught you? What is, where are you at? What, what, what are you learning through this process of adaptation? Definitely, I think a big word for, for Leah and I um, is patience. Um, definitely have had to have a lot of patience going through all of these decisions, um, whether or not we were going to have, um, going back to the wedding, if, if we were able to have all of our vendors and our photographer and everyone actually be able to find another date in the year that would match up for us. So, um, being patient with that and, and figuring that out has been, has been huge. But then also just knowing that um, as long as God is the center of our relationship, uh, then, I mean, we're, we're going to be good going forward. And yeah. it's exciting to know that we get to start our lives together. And this is yeah. kind of like our moment. And it's pretty special uh, to know that it's happening during a pandemic where, yeah. it, you know, the world has never really seen something like this. I think for me too, it's been really, really helpful to know that we have people that are taking care of us and people who are looking out for us because either they're family or they're really close friends who are, you know, texting me or reaching out to Caleb and saying like, okay, how can we, how can we come alongside you guys and make sure that you're, you're comfortable and you're safe. And even just with the big move um, to South Carolina, I think just for me personally, knowing that I'm taken care of and that can mean in a spiritual way, knowing that God has got us no, absolutely no matter what. Um, Cause like moving is scary. You're actually physically like relocating your life and you don't know many people and you don't know exactly how life is done in that certain area. But I think like, just for me knowing, like knowing that I'm taken care of by even his family and some family members that he has down there with his sister and brother-in-law, I think it's just been so helpful to know that I'm taken care of. And then also knowing that I'm going to have a partner and that I'm going to get to do it with Caleb is like really, really exciting for me to settle into the fact that like, these are all really big, scary life decisions that are being made, but I'm not doing it by myself. Like I'm young, I'm 21, I'm you know making all of these choices, but also I get to craft my life with someone. I get to have my character 
shaped by someone who I really love and admire, and I want to be like him, and I want to, you know, come alongside him in a partnership and do this together, because no one else is experiencing these things except for Caleb and I. So it's like we both are experiencing the same things at the same time in a way that's really, really powerful, I think, for our relationship, because nobody else really knows what it's like to pack up and do all these things and, and move and start new work. And, you know, it's just really exciting. It's scary, but it's exciting knowing that, you know, we're doing it together. And I think that that's been something that's really, really helped me stay positive and stay um, excited. You may have just described it, but I, I, what I sense is that there's been this shift in you guys understanding what is most important. Yep. How would you enunciate that? What, what are the things that you've learned that are the most important things right now? Don't give up um, on, your, on your trust and your faith in God and know that, um, as long as you're seeking him and looking for him um, in all these situations that that you're gonna find peace of mind and that everything will work out and probably turn out to be better than what you could have ever imagined so yeah I think naturally I'm I'm a writer and a communicator and I've always seen myself as you know that type of that type of a person and I think like once I started to look at my life as kind of like okay this is, this is a story, this is a plan, this is, you know, something that's really beautiful in the sense of, like, how far I've come and where I've at, where I've been at since I've met Caleb, and, like, just Caleb and I have a really unique story together, um, and I think that, like, it's humorous to joke about it, but it's like, of course, of course our wedding would look like this, and of course, you know, our life would kind of end up like this, but I think it's such a big picture that, like, okay, we're going to be maybe not necessarily living in, you know, our own place or not going to be able to work the job, the dream job that we've always wanted. And it's like all of these little tiny things, but like we have a lifetime together. We have a lifetime to craft, you know, this beautiful story and this beautiful piece of art, which I am getting very dramatic as I'm saying this, but I think that it's really exciting for me to ultimately just look at the big picture and stay focused on the big picture and know that with Caleb, we're going to craft a really beautiful life together, regardless of kind of like, the small things that are frustrating and irritating, but I think Caleb hit it right on the nose when he said, like, you know, you have to put your trust in God, you have to put your trust in these bigger things that you don't necessarily understand, um, but that's a really crucial part in how you're going to interact with each other as a partnership, and then also um, just interact with the people around you, and be lights, and be lights in the sense of, like, wow, look at them, like, they're doing good, and I've gotten a couple different messages from people just saying, you're doing so good. And I'm not, maybe I'm not necessarily, but I think it is really encouraging for people to kind of see how we've been handling things and just being like, you really love each other and you're just living life full throttle. And I think that that's a huge compliment, obviously, but I, we don't, you know, take any of that credit. We give it to, uh, we give it to the Lord. Absolutely. So. Hmm. I know, um, there's a, a verse that's really powerful for both of you. It's, it's Jeremiah 29, 11. It's, you know, for I know the plans I have for you says the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Um, and so you're living it out, you know, and I, what I hear is that you're, um, you know, you're wanting to allow God to paint your life story with a big broad brush. You know, you're, you're not going to yeah. focus on these little bitty details yeah. uh, because nobody knows those details right now. So let's just step back away from those uh, details and let things happen, you know, and let them come as they will, yeah. trusting that God has a plan for us, right? Exactly. Uh, amen. Yeah, and that's that's an encouragement to all of us. Um, 
you know, as we kind of close our time up here, what would you say to your fellow students or fellow seniors, you know, either in college or even in high school, um, perhaps engaged couples and those sort of launching here during this period? What, what encouragement would you give them as they make decisions and they're trying to figure out life, you know, in this new in this new circumstance? I think for students, um, absolutely would be to have your expectations be like what they are. Like, don't feel like you have to be feeling one. And this goes for engaged couples as well and new husbands and wives, you know, trying to interact together. But I think like you need the freedom to like have your feelings be what they are and not necessarily be like, oh, I've, I've watched these other people, you know, be really positive about their situation and I feel bad for being upset or I feel like this person is handling, you know, not having their graduation better than I am. But I think you have to like settle into exactly what you're feeling in order to move past that feeling. So you feel it, you get it out of the way and you move forward and you keep your eyes set on what's truly important. But also I think, um, yeah, just like having your expectations not get met is is tough that's there's no way around it it's just going to be tough but also it's part of being human and I think like this is going to sound kind of harsh maybe but like lower your expectations for the situation and know that like okay this is make a list maybe make a list of what's really important to you what's non-negotiable for you like I still want our day to be special Caleb I want I want to look in your eyes and me to wear white and you know have this kind of feeling not necessarily, okay, we've got to have drinks and food and music. Like, it's not going to necessarily be what we wanted it to be. And that's where I've lowered my expectations, but also kind of raised it as well and said, okay, but this is what I'm really going to focus on that day, looking into your eyes and making sure, like, okay, we're getting married and we're starting this life together. So I think, like, things have started to become, at least for me, like, a little bit more abstract. Like, you just kind of have to, like, craft it the way that you think, you know, you feel is right. Um, and that probably doesn't make sense to a lot of people, but it made sense to me, and it's what's helped me a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, for seniors, uh, you are almost done. Uh, it's exciting. Um, the world is um, ready for you. So get ready and be excited for what, what is happening next. Um, maybe a little over a week is left, so... I would just encourage um, everyone who's getting ready to enter the world to be excited about that and and ready and don't be don't get down and, and try not to be negative because um, when when this thing is all over there's going to be plenty of jobs and everything's going to be ready to go and uh, people are going to be hiring and looking for you so mm-hmm. um, stay positive. I'd probably say with engaged couples who are trying to get married and maybe this pandemic is has been a struggle um to know that it's 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 all right um you're living it together and it's actually it's actually really amazing and kind of romantic to think that we're we're kind of like unique and we we're in a time that um no other couple has like they don't have a story like we do so um be happy to be um, in the position that you're in and be excited that you have such a unique story to tell. Well, I really appreciate your guys' time and your perspective today. We're proud of you. Uh, we admire you for what you're facing and how you're, uh, you're showing grace to each other and to all of us here as we, as we deal with the outside circumstances that the, that the whole world is facing right now. So thanks again for your time. Yeah, thank, you. thank you. We're honored. 
Thanks for listening today. You know, I'm interested in your feedback, questions, or ideas for future episodes. We have a Facebook group called Encouragers United. Please feel free to join that group and the conversation. You can also email me at charlesrgrimes at gmail.com. Another great way to help me would be to recommend a high-energy, positive-minded person that you know to check out the group and to begin to listen to our show. 